Please be advised that this episode may contain strong language and spoilers. Hello and welcome to What The Forks, a podcast in which we revisit a teenage obsession, Stephanie Meyer's Twilight Saga. We're finding out if our love for this series will shine eternal or crumble to ash under close inspection. I'm Chloe. I'm Isaac. And in this episode, we're talking about the fourth film in the franchise, 2011's The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1. Welcome back to What the Forks. Yeah. We're in a new house. It's, we're in it. We're, we're sat in Right it. now. It's beautiful. It's a mess right now, but... A beautiful mess. Oh. Mm, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, it's been stressful. But in a good way. Mm, a very exciting, stressful time. Mm-hmm. As all moves are, to be honest. Yes. I currently have not finished editing... <laughs> the episode that will have come out two weeks ago. No, don't tell them that. Yes, everything is fine. Everything will be absolutely fine. If you heard our episode on Eclipse two weeks ago, <laughs> then I've survived this week. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Yeah. Well done in advance <laughs> for the fact that that episode will have come out two weeks ago. <laughs> How are you feeling? I woke up this morning, I thought there is no better way of getting over a breakup than going to see your best friend and watching part one of Breaking Dawn. (laughs) (laughs) Who's ready to see some teenagers lose their virginity? Yeah, in a beautiful island. Isle Esme. Isle Esme. Isle Chloe. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I'm such a knob. So, memories. <laughs> like, like the, the corners, corners of my mind. mind. We have to talk about it, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. We've reached the point. Okay, so... It was winter 2011. <laughs> um, a certain person... Have we already named him? Have we already named him a name? Have we... No. Quite often you'll go, oh, my ex-boyfriend. Mm. But obviously, you've had more than one... Yes. I was going to say paramour. <laughs> More than one lover. You've gone steady with a couple of fellas. Yeah. This particular fella was 2011 to 2012. Yes. And he's unique. So I saw my mum recently and she still asks about him. Why? Just because she is fascinated. He's a fascinating character. I think in our relationship and in our history, he's taken on a really... Cartoonish. A a mythological kind of... (laughs) A legendary. Yeah. He is definitely not the person that exists in my head anymore. No. He isn't. But obviously at the time we were 16, 17. Mm. um, Young. I was very young. You were young. (laughs) We were all so young. You fell in love with this For the first time ever. Mm -hmm. It was my first love. It's the first everything so it's very intense and it's very intoxicating and you do things that when you're older you go oh that probably wasn't a good idea (laughs) (laughs) but you have to do them of course you wouldn't change it no Uh, we broke up we did it was we were no longer friends yeah you broke up with me because you said that you couldn't watch me do this to myself it was brutal. We've talked about this before. Mm. Obviously, we've we've been through this. We've we're fine. We're fine. Yeah. We have therapized this is, yeah, this our way is through this. The best relationship 
post breakup I have ever had. <laughs> we should clarify we were not dating. No. But we were well, we we were us. Yeah. And yeah, he is unique in that he had managed to wedge his way in between that, which yeah. had never happened before. I don't feel that that had genuinely been his intention. No. He probably would have seen it as a convenient byproduct of mm. his presence in your life. Mm. We're both fine to say now he was not a good relationship for you. No. But it's also not a situation of like, I was right and you were wrong. No. It was just more that it was a new thing for both of us. Yeah. I had to deal with, in a sense, sharing my yeah. best friend. Yeah. Which is difficult. And also we started fighting about him, mm. about the things that he was saying to you, about the things that he was asking of you. Mm. So this is now in our histories. In our archives. <laughs> this is known as the dark year. Yes. We didn't reconcile until the summer of 2012 when he was gone. Yes. Still alive and well as far as we know. Yeah, he always likes to um, turn up the places that I am. Sounds very stalkery. Mm. Kind of is a little bit. But a little bit. It, yeah, it hasn't happened in a couple of years, so I think we're no. good. No, and but, he doesn't um, have any contact with you on social media no. anymore. No, 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 no. He doesn't no. follow Forkscast. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> if you do yeah. you know who you are yeah. and uh you're gonna have to live with that all these years later <laughs> honestly i think we can both just say yeah. fuck you yeah. <laughs> but it made us so much stronger and so much better it's and yeah yeah so actually thank you so our relationship to this film yeah have we ever watched it together oh my god oh, oh my god oh my god is today going to be the first yes! time we ever watched this film together? And this is the first film that we're going to have been chatting about that mm. we didn't originally experience together. Mm. So your main memories of it are watching it with your mum? Yeah. Did you like it? You've never been happy with any of these films so far. Ever. No. <laughs> you kept watching the films. Yeah. Even though you never... Well, just, you know, every time you press play, you're like, maybe this time. Maybe this time they got it right. Yeah. Oh, no, it's the same. <laughs> Her panting down the aisle is something that I can't wait for you to see. <laughs> panting down the aisle? It's quite something. i tell you what I did recently. I watched Cafe Society, which is a Woody Allen film, which Kristen Stewart is in. I've never seen it. I hate Woody Allen. This is the thing. I hate him, but I really love some of his films. I just like Blue... Jasmine. Jasmine. I love that, and I love Midnight in Paris. I've not seen it. That's very good. So, anyway, I watched this film because she is very beautiful and it's set in the 1930s. Mm-hmm. Great costumes. Mm-hmm. And it's about LA and the agents. Steve Carell's character is a married man who is a very famous agent for Hollywood actors and is having an affair with Kristen Stewart. Okay. Uh, and then he actually leaves his wife and actually marries her. Oh, okay. But Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart are also in love, but they don't end up together. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> uh, don't watch it, because honestly, what you see in Twilight is what you also get in this film set in the 1930s. Is it the same character? No, is she Bella? She's supposed to be this, you know, beautiful secretary, basically. And she's not... She's beautiful. Right. But she's um, not a secretary. <laughs> she's just there's just no No admin experience no, there. She's not she's not done no the work. There's no sense of the time. There's just it's just Christian Stewart being Christian Stewart in a really great costume. Oh, I'd probably still love it. I can't wait for Charlie's Angels. Yeah. I cannot wait. I feel like she just needs to be in films where she's allowed to be a lesbian. I really love her performance in Adventureland. I think she's brilliant. I liked her in Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, you I, just like her. Struggling to name others. I did not like 
equals, but I do blame the film. What's equals? Is that with Nicholas Holt? Yes. Mm, I really want to see that. Actually. Yes, they're like, I don't know what they are. Clones? Mm. It was dull. I've literally forgotten it all. I don't know what they are. They live in a facility. <laughs> they have probably uniforms. for the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not allowed to love and they fall in love. Something like that. Oh, should we watch this film? We're just putting it off, aren't yeah, we? We're doing a lot yeah. of procrastinating today. <laughs> Here we go, let's first do it. First film to have been watched in this house. Yeah. And it's our first viewing ever together. together. See you in a bit. I just want to say, yeah, I'm the one that's like, ugh. But I think this time it's actually more you than me. Because I just enjoy being here with you, having the experience. I got so bored. It was quite bored. You were checking your phone quite a lot of the time. I was aware that I was being a bit of a brat. I've not taken many notes. I will be carrying this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And you knew as you watched me watch that film. I was not in it. It was just so hard to stay focused. Mm. I feel bad because people must love this film. This film? Do you think it's more just, well, you're in it now? Yeah. And you're You're just excited because you can't say that nothing happens. Yeah. Stuff happens. Mm. And it's like a wedding. This is the culmination of this whole saga. The whole Team Edward, Team Jacob mania. Mm. This is it. This is the wedding. This is her choice. This is her destiny. You're going to watch it. Which is true. You are. We did. (laughs) That's why we're here. (laughs) Initial reaction. What is your initial reaction? Drizzle. Drizzle or drivel? <laughs> Lemon drizzle. Lemon drizzle. <laughs> no dribble is what I meant. Dribble. Dribble? Yes. Yeah, drivel. Drivel? Yeah. It can be dribble. Yeah, dribble to me implies like, oh, something quite good. Oh, oh no. I've been dribbling. Oh. Or drooling. 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 I was drooling after that. Dribbling. You don't want anybody to dribble on you. Oh, no, that's true. Oh. You want to make the boys drool. You don't want to make them dribble. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise to Bill Condon, but every film so far I've felt has had a particular style mm. and the styles have been pretty clear. It's mm. been blue and then <laughs> gold mm. and then dark. So really you're talking about the colour palette? Yes. It's not a theme really, is it? Well, it's a style. Okay. It's a bit like, that's what this film is. Mm. This film felt... <laughs> I don't know what it felt like. mm. It had no feeling. I think that's the problem. I don't know if it lacked feeling. You said a couple of times. (laughs) Why do we care? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's really lacking in feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Good point. Thank you. Oh, for God's sake, let's just get on with it. Okay, okay, right. Ah! (laughs) I will read you the plot. (laughs) I've got a bit warm. (laughs) (laughs) There's not very good plots for this film, as you can imagine, so the best out of the bad bunch is this. Bella and Edward celebrate their wedding, only for Bella's day to be ruined by Jacob's frustration that she is postponing her vampire transformation till after the honeymoon. Happily enjoying their time alone in the Cullen's Brazilian island, Edward is stunned at the fact that Bella is with child. Fearing that she may be giving birth to an immortal child, they head back to Forks hoping to save Bella, who will do anything to save her child's life. 
I mean, it covers it, actually. And it stresses the point that I made when we did Breaking Dawn that mm. Jacob ruined the wedding. Ruined it. Still a lovely day, I would argue. Mm. So here we go. Let's dive headlong into The Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn, Part 1. Released in 2011, directed by Bill Condon, with a screenplay by Melissa Rosenberg. I feel like this could potentially be the quickest we've ever gone through a film. (laughs) When did Jacob get the wedding invitation? He gets it at the end of Eclipse. Are you sure? Yes. So interesting, we've got a bit of the Eclipse novel at the beginning of this film. Tiny little bit. Literally just Jacob getting the invitation. But an important bit. I suppose. Because otherwise his arrival at the wedding would mean nothing. Mm. We get, you know, Charlie getting the invitations, (laughs) Rene getting the invitations. Phil, it's happening! (laughs) Or it's happened, I forget the line. No, it's happening. Did she doubt it was happening? Did she think it was funny? Has she not been told beforehand? Yeah. I didn't inform my parents that I was getting married by sending them the invitation. (laughs) That would be awful. Yeah, right? Yeah. Why are they all so shocked? I don't know. It's not really shocked. Maybe it's just that they're so young and I can't believe they're really doing this and they have to pay for it. Robert Pattinson looks better. And then we have, you know, the scene with the heels. Clip, clip, clop. It's, It's unnecessary. And she pulls on her other shoes without putting socks on. Disgusting. It stresses me out. Those boots or shoes or whatever she was putting on after those heels were taken off, they're yeah. going to smell. They're high tops. Oh, are they? Mm. 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 Brown. Her eyebrows have been messed with again. The eyebrows aren't awful. They're just like a smidgen. Just a smidgen. Not a smidgen. Too thin. It's more than a smidge. But then... If these trends come back around, are people going to look at pictures of us now and say, what were they doing with those big eyebrows? Big eyebrows are great. I don't want us to get too body critical mm. about it because who knows what was going on and and for why and how, but they are both visibly trimmer yeah. than they have been before. Yeah. And it doesn't always... Mean you look better. Yeah. And I hope that Kristen Stewart isn't skinnier in this film due to pressure Mm. of any kind. Again, who can tell? But it's a shame because, I mean, she didn't need to lose any weight. No. She was a slight woman. No, and she looked great. Yeah. Back to Bella's room. It's all boxed up. She's going to get ready to live with her hussy. Hussy? No, not a thing. No. No, no, no. no, Absolutely not. (laughs) Her husband. Don't know why that came out. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. Is he a virgin. He avoids the question. Right. And in the novel Eclipse, he specifies that oh. he is a virgin. Yeah, when she tries to seduce him. Yes, although he had previously avoided the question in Twilight. Yeah, yeah. but we do get a definite answer. We get a definite answer in the book series. Mm. In the films, it's never come up until just now, and he just laughs it off. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't answer her. And if it were me in Bella's situation, I'd be like, oh, no, you avoided the question. I have a question about the question. Is that the question that you would ask on the, on the eve night. of your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> when he says, what does he say? He says, I've not told you everything about myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Which is a little bit disconcerting. <laughs> On the eve of your wedding. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. If you've not told me by now, you don't I need don't to tell know. me. Yeah. I don't want to know. But she Clearly says it. she's hung up about it, though, to bring it up. See, she's saying it kind of laughing. Yeah. It's almost like she's saying, what, you're not a virgin? I'm joking, because you obviously are. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What is the motivation behind that? We all well, know. I mean, the motivation behind that is to be like, they're going to have sex. Finally. Yeah. For the people like you who've since <laughs> Twilight said, where's the sex? <laughs> Give me the sex. <laughs> sex. <laughs> I tell you what, I am so excited for my new neighbours to be <laughs> listening to this through the walls. It's a Monday, they'll be working, it's fine. No, everyone here is so old. Ross and I are the youngest inhabitants of this street by about 40 to 60 years. Oh no. Everyone who we've met so far has been like, oh, it's so nice to have someone in the house again. We remember the lady who lived here before. Did she die here? I can only assume. (laughs) People have died everywhere, though. This is an old house. We go from this question directly into Edward flashing back to what exactly he's not told Bella Mm -hmm. about himself. We get to The Bride of Frankenstein in the 1930s in a cinema. Very big cinema. Very fancy. Mm, It's lovely. Yeah. Edward is sat in the cinema with the red eyes Mm -hmm. and there's a young lady... Mm. And Edward seems to be stalking this woman. But just as she gets up and passes Edward's seat, there's a man sat near the front and his head kind of moves to the side and Edward smiles. Oh, does he smile? Yes. Or he kind of, you see his mouth tenses like, ah, the game's afoot. Oh. And then the young lady is going through the lobby Mm. looking for the ladies' room. Yeah. And we hear the whoosh of vampire movement. We think that Edward is about to pounce on the lady but before we know it another man rounds the corner it's the man from the cinema Mm -hmm. and Edward pounces on the man and sinks his teeth into him I think there is something there to be (laughs) analysed Bella asks Edward if he is a virgin and he smiles he reminisces on the time that he used to forcefully place his lips (laughs) against the necks of gentlemen in dark corners he's a vagina virgin. Right, yeah. Gold star gay. Oh, I like the gold star gay. I have a couple of lady friends who had anal sex before they had vagina sex, thinking that that wouldn't count. <laughs> this is what is so damaging about the myth of virginity. Mm. I hope that your alleged lady friends... Alleged <laughs> me! I think you've just revealed <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> I hope that your friends enjoyed that experience. I think the thing is, the fear is, I don't think they did. They thought they did that because they thought that it wouldn't count as them losing their virginity. Like, yeah. count for who? To who? Who's counting? <laughs> it does. It's yeah. stupid. It's this is so the thing, bad. This is the pressure on women. Your number could be the same number as mine for sexual partners, say. Right. And you can be glorified for it, and mm-hmm. I will be shamed for it. Why? The, the patriarchy. patriarchy. That's right. So. What we've just agreed is that mm. Edward up the bummed it. Yeah. Because he thought that it wouldn't count. Yeah. Stag do. Lads, lads, lads. Jasper's cut his hair and Emmett's grown his hair. They both look awful. Then we have a dream. No baby, no immortal child in this dream. No. Because we've not heard about immortal children no. ever. And the wedding. 
Rosalie has a darker wig. She looked her best in Eclipse. It's yeah. a real shame. This was a step backwards, the curly, darker wig. Renee, Sarah Clark. It's really good. Really good. I enjoyed her a lot. I really actually liked the family heirloom. Very pretty. And the subtle hint of you can pass it on to your daughter and your daughter's mm. daughter. And... Picking up what was dropped in Eclipse. Yeah. Renee wants grandchildren. She does. Check out Angela checking out the Denali cover. I know! Her biting her lip. Ooh. What choice was made? What did she think she was looking at? Yeah, the cake. Or did she think that that's what curiosity looks like? <laughs> it's what by curiosity looks like. Oh, girl. Just thinking Bella is preggers. Obviously, though. Yeah. Obviously. And once again, you'll be bored of hearing it, but... Anna Kendrick. Smashing. She looks great as well, actually. She does look really good. Yeah. Nice dress for the wedding. All of the human friends are, are looking all right. The wedding, see, we... It's ridiculous. No, see, we disagreed. Like, okay, the wedding, yeah, is ridiculous. But I thought it was beautiful. I want an outside wedding. Yes, you can have an outside wedding, but ridiculous. Too much. It's too much. Yeah. Blossoms hanging down. Imagine having hay fever. Uh, Stephanie Meyer was invited. Very nice of them. For God's sake. No. How do you get all of your guests at the wedding to match their outfits? You have to put it in the invitation, don't you? Bella's walk down the aisle is way too long. It is. It's a long way to walk. The reason it's so long is her heart palpitations. She hasn't taken her meds. You took a real issue with this. It's because of the acting. It is not good. And she's just like... I don't know, because we know from the book that she's on the brink of a panic attack. Mm. I felt that. And then she sees Edward and she chills. I thought her hair looked smashing. Her hair did look smashing, but she had dark circles under her eyes. Well, yeah, because she didn't sleep. Because she was having horrible dreams of standing atop a pile of her bleeding friends and relatives. So at first, when they kiss, once they have said their vows... I'm like, that's the best kiss that they have done together. But then it doesn't end. It goes on for so long. So much kissing. I'm sure that happened in the book, though. Someone has to cough to get them to stop kissing. Because remember, like, they're so hot for each other. But God. still, I just don't think that's realistic. At my wedding, you, yeah, I was gonna this ask, is the thing. Yeah. We were nervous for the kiss. Yeah. Because it's in front of a lot of people. Yeah. And it's what everyone's waiting for. And kisses can be ugly. (laughs) With all of your friends and family watching you, Mm -hmm. and you're so tense and so scared because it feels like such an important high-pressure moment, Mm. you're not going to spend five minutes making out. And you don't really want to subject all your friends and relatives to watching you get off. I mean, I can't speak for everyone, obviously, but I don't think that wedding ceremonies are particularly horny. (laughs) I don't know. Bella's been waiting for films at this point she's like i need fucked we meet the cullen's cousins i think irena was quite good i thought that was good acting considering that she gets absolutely no lead up Mm. no character (laughs) development we didn't know that laurent was with irena we don't know no not from the films that's for sure yeah there's nothing. The speeches. What the fuck? Also, like, why so many? Yeah, that's a lot of speeches. That's a lot. Jessica calls Edward the hair. I know. Why? Also, it's like, not good hair. No, and also, like, with Jess, like, this, we... Okay. Sorry. It's okay. Take your time. This, this is, is important. You get very emotional when it comes to Jess. 
It's disappointing, true. <laughs> but then we know one of our favourite things about Jess previously has been that she fancies Edward. The... I thought she was over it. <sighs> like I care. Yeah, like I thought she was over She's it. She's with Mike. It's the last we see of them. Yeah. Ever, ever. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't believe that's the last we see of her. Oh, I'm so she deserves sorry. so much more. Yeah. Are you sure she's not going to pop up in the next film, just in the battle? That would be terrifying for her. <laughs> <laughs> like, in the middle of, like, the Volturi saying that, you know, we've got to kill your child. Jess is like, um, um hi. Just back for Christmas vacation. Just <laughs> here to see Bella. <laughs> you guys are really pale. Renee. No! Why? Renee's a kooky lady, so of course she sings, but the thing is, she looks very uncomfortable. If she was loving it while she was singing, I'd be a bit like, oh, okay. But she looks like she's having a bad time. Everyone else looks like they're having a bad time. Why is she singing? I don't know. But Esme saves the day. Elizabeth Reeser yeah. is amazing. Her speech is lovely. I didn't need Charlie's speech. Did not need Emmett's speech. Fucking hell. It's yeah. just such a gross cliche. Yeah. Jacob arrives. Look at him at Scruffy. He looks good. And oh, then he stubble. opens his mouth. I've told him not to do this. This is always the problem. It's when Every they speak. Every time. We all know what happens. This yeah. is the part where we fast forward. Bye, Renee. Bye, Charlie. Yeah, really brief last moments with your parents who you think you're not going to see for the rest of your life. Yeah, and that is the last time we see Renee. How? Oh, ruins it. Ruins the wedding and makes sure that she remembers him. Hi, Esme. He carries her through this door. Yeah. This most... You had a really big problem with that door. Wow. I mean, in a way, I was amazed and impressed, but also, it's not a real door. I've never seen a door work like that. It's essentially a revolving door, but with just one pane. Could you imagine just accidentally breaking it? What do you mean? The glass. Oh, because he's a vampire. Yeah. That would be a lot of cuts. Well, not for him, he's a vampire. No, but for, for, but for your wife, it, yeah. who you just smashed <laughs> If you forgot to unlock the door and like momentarily forgot his strength and just pushed her through the <laughs> Also, Bella died when you tried to have sex with her. No. no. We just arrived and I threw her through a window. These things happen, man. Yeah. We'll find just someone else. I thought the villa was stunning. Bella is freaking the fuck out, though. She takes some human minutes, which I took to mean a shit and a shave. <laughs> Isn't that what human minutes are? I didn't think of that, but yes. Um, but she doesn't shit. She brushes her teeth, wets her forearms, and then she does a really vigorous shave. Like, she would have bled a lot from that shave that she did. Which is not going to help him keep control no. while he's, you know, doing the Penetrating. do. Penetrating. They get naked in the water. Uh, well, there they are. They're naked. Our heroes. I don't know. I just don't... I, uh, I don't care. <laughs> ba da ba <laughs> <laughs> wow, I do not care. Um, <laughs> yeah, the sex scene is awful. Very dissatisfied. The hand going through the bed. I mean, that was all right. But then the top beam fell. Like, regardless of your vampire strength, it could not have been adequately constructed. So Bella wakes up surrounded by... Feathers. Feathers. Yeah. These she... flashbacks. He touched me here. He touched me there. Yeah, and that's when he did that. She is humping his hip. Yeah, she's kind of rubbing... Her clit like, on his right hip. Say yeah, it. is that Say a thing? It. Uh, no. The kind of frottage? I don't know. She's sexually rubbing onto his hip, perhaps to avoid the venomous peen. 
Edward ruins sex. He just is the ruiner of all sex. <laughs> he didn't want her to come. Yeah, he never wants her to come. And he's really upset that she did. Yeah. So they play chess. I just have a moment about actually this whole honeymoon. Okay. They're right. in Brazil. Yeah. Lots of these scenes take place in the mornings after the sex or when they're trying to avoid the sex. Mm. They spend time playing chess out yeah. on the beach. They're in this very open villa lots of big glass walls yeah did we see a sparkling effect in this entire film <gasps> oh shit <laughs> why isn't he sparkling no you are so right they do all these things well edward does all these things to keep bella occupied so she won't think about sex but obviously that's the pink elephant in the room and she's obviously going to be thinking about sex it gets to the point where bella has a sex dream and it's so good it's not even a sex dream they're playing chess she says i win and she throws the chessboard into the ocean and just starts crawling towards him and she wakes up in tears because of that yeah because she's like it was a really good dream and she begs her husband. <gasps> oh my god, she actually says it. She says please. She says please, please twice. Please. A word on costume. Bella, apparently dressed by Alice, looks incredible. I love her white bikini. I love her little negligees. She has this one point where she's in like a... It's either a baby blue or like a turquoise. Mm. Or a very light teal. Two-piece thing with mm. some mesh. With some kind of, not mesh, like chiffon drapery. <laughs> She, like, does the thing where she... The classic move. Everyone knows this. If you don't, you're lying. Um, <laughs> where you, like, just casually jump into bed, but then you're, like, lying face down with your kind of face, like, away. And, but your and, butt. Yeah, you're, like, arching your back, like, uh-huh. Meanwhile, Edward, old man, baggy yeah, boxer shorts awful. with the button in the front. Yeah. Everyone with a phallus knows it's gonna be flapping out of that... Window. Window. Mm. Yeah. It's not supportive. It's not attractive. There is nothing good about that underwear. I have a few pairs that were once bought for me for Christmas and I have kept them for the sole purpose of like maybe one day I'll need to clean a window. His swim shorts are these like baggy red. Yeah. You know, the kind that was going to have the net lining that's going to leave an imprint unattractive and i understand they're trying to portray a heterosexual here (laughs) but still the shorts could be shorter and tighter and just more fitted more appropriate for the function of cradling his balls so back to la push jacob being all grumpy and imprinting is mentioned a lot just so we have it all out there okay back to the honeymoon And we get the housekeepers and we get a little bit of like the legend of, you know, blood suckers getting very beautiful women on the island and having their wicked way with them. And the wife of the housekeeper is like, (gasps) yeah, it's happening. Edward needs to go hunt because it's been a little while. Mm. So we just get a really brief moment of old times where Bella is fast asleep on the bed (laughs) and Edward is just stood watching her sleep. Yeah, it's like being back in Twilight. Yeah, good old times. Yeah. Simpler times. When a boy could just watch you sleep and it wasn't all complicated about yeah. like, oh, is he going to have sex with me? Yeah. Is he going to turn me? Why haven't I had my period yet? Is this chicken cooked? Yeah. All these questions that didn't bother us when we were 17. <laughs> she makes herself fried chicken yeah. with peanut butter, which she removes from the fridge. 
Yeah, I don't know why. Is that an American thing? I don't know. Why? You don't keep peanut butter in the fridge. No! It doesn't need to be refrigerated. No. Mm, I don't know. All wrong. Pukey puke. She's late. Oh no, pregnant. First time her period is ever mentioned. True. Mm. And I'm not against the idea of more films, including periods as a natural and normal part of life, but also it is the only time her period has ever been relevant, except for potentially the first time he saw her in biology and she stood in front of the fan. (laughs) Because that's the only explanation for that reaction. (laughs) Actually, you're right. You know what? In a series of vampire movies, her period could have got a lot more mention. Well, this is the thing... If Jasper reacted like that to a paper cut... Yeah. Ooh! She's up the duff. And Edward isn't best impressed. And who knows what the fuck Bella's feeling because she's so fucking numb in that scene. Everyone wants Bella to abort the baby. We covered this a lot in the book. It's a really crappy situation. I think it's done pretty well. I can't imagine it being done better. Uh, yeah, uh, we've said all we need to say about that. Back to Forks we go. Jake's story is really condensed, and don't get me wrong, I hate really him as a character. I appreciate that, though. Yeah, yeah, but zoom, zoom, zoom. We've got yeah. Rose being all protective, and bam, there is Bella. Yeah. It just felt like in the book there was a lot longer. We kind of we were without Bella in the story for quite a chunk we of were, time. yeah. Doesn't happen in the film. We're straight back to her. Mm. She's visibly pregnant. Very sick so looking. So pregnant. So sick looking. And there's all this tension in the family. I know. Bella is breaking the family apart. I loved it though. They're not all great at acting, but I think Nikki Reed and Elizabeth Reese can kind of carry the rest. <laughs> well, they have to, don't they? Uh, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Edward takes Jacob outside, the burning man. Yeah. He's so tortured. Yeah. Does he... I think I might have stopped listening. Does he ask (laughs) him to impregnate Bella? No, he doesn't ask. Oh, okay. He implies. He just says, like, can you convince her to, like, whatever she wants. Does Jacob clarify, like, you want me to? No, I'm glad that we didn't have that. Then we've got Jacob and Bella chatting. He fails to talk Bella out of having this child. So he kicks the bike. Really cool. Yeah, that is I like the way that bike flew. And oh my god. He nearly kills a couple in a car. Okay, I think here's where we both really lost it. (laughs) (laughs) So we've got some wolf fishing. Oh no. We're in his kind of head. We're seeing the kind of flashbacks. We've got a lot of murmuring. Mm. A lot of the murmuring seems to just be Jake, 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 Jake. Thing is, that's not even an exaggeration. That's literally what it sounds like. Yeah. Wow. So, so bad. In New Moon, in the second film, we talked about how the wolves were maybe just a bit too visible and sometimes hiding less is more, keeping them in shadow is when they're most effective. That seemed to pretty much happen in Eclipse Mm. quite well. This scene, we're at a timber yard... It's in broad daylight. It is a mercifully short scene. It's not short enough. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. And the voice work is awful. It's not clear to us who is who. I know who Leah, Sam and Jacob are. Jacob, yes. And Sam, yes. Everyone else. Like, I only know who Leah is because I know from the book that she is the smaller grey one. Mm. Oh, it's just bad. And then Jacob's fucking speech about being the true rightful alpha is quite sickening. It's awful. And I I get it's a tall order, but it could have been better than this. I swear to God it could have. Let's be done with it. 
Okay. So Jacob has left the pack. Seth and Leah follow him. And my favourite part about watching these films is you going, why is the fireplace on? <laughs> Who was that fire for? I don't know. None of the vampires need it. They don't feel the cold. Jacob is running super hot anyway. Yeah, I mean, I guess if Bella's cold, but... She wasn't in the room at this point. <laughs> no, she wasn't. So why is the fire lit? <laughs> We are in a climate emergency, people. Yeah. Lower your emissions. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh. We get a montage of Edward doing some research on the computer and him getting too angry to continue, which he should have been doing for a very long time, like sooner than this, right? Maybe before you had unprotected sex with mm. your wife. Like, yeah. you'd just be careful, wouldn't you? Yeah. Esme gives out sandwiches. She's such a cutie. Bella is literally killing herself and keeps saying it's all right when it's really not. But it's for the good of her child. Carlisle literally tells her as well that she is going to die. Mm. And she's still like, oh, sorry, Edward. (laughs) But by that point, there's nothing they can do anyway. And she wouldn't. I did like Edward's fiery speech. It was nice to see them actually argue. Yeah, because he's right. You've given him no choice. There was not a conversation. Mm But, like with the novels, I'm a little bit like, yeah, good. Finally, Bella's got a reason to say, fuck you. True. You know, it's her body, her choice, for sure. But they're married. It should be a conversation, should it not? It should be a conversation. I feel like it's slightly different. Like, if I found out I was pregnant, it's my decision. If you had a husband... I feel like you'd have to have a conversation. The choice is inevitably mine. Mm. But... Please have a conversation. Yes, but he wasn't going to allow her to have the conversation, or he hadn't even thought to true, have the conversation. He Hopefully was... your husband will be more understanding yes. and actually will listen. He was assuming that she would feel a certain way without yeah. actually bothering to ask her how she felt. Yeah. Bella's body is fucking creepy. Ooh, I think it's done very well. You liked that. I did not I mean, like I didn't that. like it, but I get... you know that from... The novel, I loved the moments of horror in the book. And Breaking Dawn was the time when I was like, finally, this saga is gone. Vampire saga. We're finally getting some vampire stuff. This film (laughs) went so hard on romance and like romantic cliches Mm. that then these moments of horror, it's like two different films. Yeah. And the tone hasn't been set. The colour palette isn't right. The lighting isn't right. It's, It's still lit like a romance. So it looks wrong. I think the effects of Bella's body, that horrible, that, that's what I imagined when reading it. I can't criticise that because that is what I saw in my head. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed seeing that come okay. to life. Then they make a phone call to Charlie and she says she's going to go away to a spa. Edward says the first year of marriage is apparently the hardest. I've never heard this. If your first year is supposed to be the hardest, what... It's going to happen when you hit 10 or 20 years or 30 years. Well, apparently it's easier. I think Edward's just lying to compensate. I didn't like this in the book and I don't like it now. Okay. He can hear it. He loves you. Likes the sound of your voice. Likes the sound of my voice. Jacob sees that Edward and Bella have reconciled and Edward is on side. And he doesn't go off to meet Lizzie. No, you need to let that go. You really, It was just such a shitty part of his character and maybe it's a good thing. Maybe this is kind of letting myself off the hook for why I used to like him in these films because he didn't just run off and catalogue a load of women, Mm. which is nice of him. Yeah, thanks for not doing that. Jacob decides he's going to manipulate the other wolves from Sam's pack. Um, But he does it all with his clothes on. He does do it all with his clothes on. He is naked. Yeah. The Cullens have crossed the border. They can feed, so all... The people that are left are Alice, Jasper, Rose, 
Edward, Jacob and Bella. Bella tells them her name choices. But hey, don't worry about it. Because in a few seconds, Bella physically splits in two. <laughs> yeah. You got that back bend. Yeah, you got the knees crashing. Oh, when the knees hit yeah. the floor. Oh, so, that, you, I don't care who you are, that's got to put your teeth on edge. Yeah. Oof. So they rush her to that made-up hospital in Carlisle's office. Mm-hmm. And Rose has got the scalpel in her hands. She slices open that yeah. belly, but then she loses control because Bella's bleeding. She has her baby. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah. And uh, its eyes are free of gunk, but otherwise it's really covered in gunk. Well, it's actually just covered in jam and cream cheese. Yeah, you read this. Yeah. I bet that's not bad. Like a strawberry cheesecake. cheesecake. Yeah. yeah. So it's a girl. So it's Renesmee. Yeah. And uh, Bella gets one second with her daughter. Her daughter bites her nipple. It's quite a long time that Bella stays alive. Yeah, after... All that mess. Yeah, she basically had her lower half ripped open. <laughs> oh, God. And then she dies. Everyone seems to have really forgotten about Bella. It's part of Renesmee's special ability that she's supposed to be so enchanting. So I wonder whether, for a moment, this actually endangers Bella's life because... Bitch. Jacob and Edward do everything to revive Bella, but to no avail. Does the Pulp Fiction yes. needle to the chest full of that shiny silver venom... Chloe, how do they extract that venom? From his penis. Did she just have his spaff <laughs> shot into spaff? her heart? Yeah. Or like when he brushes his teeth. How do you milk a snake? Can you milk a snake? You can milk a snake. <laughs> I'm sure I've seen like documentaries where they're just holding a beaker and like the snake's teeth over the edge of the beaker and, and the snake is just, just drooling. We're back to drooling. You know when you're at the dentist and they've got that thing mm. and there's one person scraping away at your plaque? Maybe it's that. Maybe Carlisle just has to like, I don't know, tickle Edward's soft palate while someone else sucks up the, the excretions. So then we're inside Bella. We're travelling through blood vessels. It's like, I'm sure this was used, I don't know which one, but in one of the X-Men films, like one of the original, where they're like travelling through the body and you're seeing the cells mutating. It was like over the credit sequence. Are you familiar? Yes, I am actually. Ah, good, yeah, yes. Yeah, I've seen the first one. Yeah, so I think it's like that. Yeah. Jacob is so angry that Bella is dead, he leaves Edward to see if he can still revive her, but in Jacob's mind, Bella is dead. And Jacob goes downstairs and cries. And whilst crying, makes the decision to kill the baby. So he marches back into that house to yeah. kill that baby. Mama Rose is... <laughs> she sat by the fire and... Pow. Jacob has a vision of Renesmee growing up. Yeah. And he sees her at like 18 and is like... The appropriate age and is like, she's a bit all right. I would. Yeah. And then... In fact, he's like, okay, I will. I will. <laughs> I'm going to wait for that baby. Ugh. Uh, the CGI baby, let's not even go there. We'll Sam, fight. Yeah, Sam is going to kill Jacob and, and Bella is dead. And then Jacob runs out. But Jacob takes a while to run out. Yeah, we get to an actual fight, basically. Yeah. But I suppose they needed to have some action in this film. I suppose. Otherwise, why would you show up for the next one? Yeah. And Jacob finally comes out and is like, if you kill her, you kill me. Because he is imprinted on... The baby that has literally just been born. And then Edward explains, like, it's their most absolute yeah. law. You can't harm the object of another wolf's imprinting. Bella's dead, and uh, they're bathing her. Preparing the body. Yeah, preparing the body and putting her in this awful blue dress. Just before we see them getting her ready, we see the break of dawn. Thanks, guys. <laughs> there it is. 
Would have lost the title of the film without that sequence. Would have thought, it's all right, but why is this film called Breaking yeah. Dawn? If we didn't get to see Dawn break. Oh, dear. But yeah, she's in a stupid blue dress. Her chest pops up. Oh, my God. Awful. You lost your shit. I lost my shit. You lost your ever-loving mind. Uh, I was like, what? The whole house stops because they somehow they all have the same intuition that she's about to open her eyes. Well, it's because How? they've just watched her fill out. Yeah, but they the haven't because Edward's seconds. the only one in that room. Everybody else is in a different room of the house. Oh, yeah, but then they suddenly gather. Oh, yeah, no, they don't gather. Yeah. It's just this ridiculous music and everybody like just stops what they're doing and turns to the camera. Do you think there's some kind of extra vampire sense that can tell when one of their number has had gold eyeshadow appear <laughs> onto their eyes without anyone placing it there? Yeah. Are we to assume that Alice has been doing Bella's makeup while she's unconscious? No, we're to assume that when you turn into a vampire, you get free gold eyeshadow for the rest of your life. And then she opens her eyes and they're red and it's such a cliche. Every film does this. And then bam, movie's over. Or is it? Oh my God, we have a post-credit sequence. I had no idea. Have you never seen this before? I don't know. You've not always turned off the DVD at this point. I must have. I don't wait for credits i mean the credits by themselves are weird very yeah. like pop again this Tarantino-esque, whole film tarantino-esque the credits are yeah it doesn't know like what Reservoir it is Reservoir dogs this film does not know what it is trying to be no and that's something that just makes it so hard to follow yeah however the post-credit sequence the best thing about the entire film i would have rather watched that 30 times <laughs> yeah than this whole film me too it was such a breath of fresh air because it had Michael Sheen. Bianca, she can't spell. She can't spell. She's got bad, bad grammar. grammar. And she can't walk in those heels, baby. Oh, that was the first thing you got. Yeah. You're like, um, who is this woman? And why can't she walk in heels? <laughs> we got a new set. Yeah. That's not what it looked like before. Much no, darker. It's not. It could be another chamber. Yes, different chamber of the same yeah. place. But they've also... For whatever reason, they've had their, like, bicentennial change of outfits. Yeah. Because it's much more modern. Yeah. Better contact lenses yeah. for the Volturi. And I don't know whether that's because they're older. Whereas in New Moon, they had the ridiculous glowing yeah. eyes. Yeah. Uh, but the lighting is lower as well. That's true. You know, they know that Bella is a vampire... And Marcus is like, finally, you know, we're fine with the Cullens now. And then Aria's like, no, dear brother, the Cullens have something that I want. Mm. And uh, Bianca dies. I kind of liked that. Yeah. Bye, Bianca. I'm sorry, but you've got bad grammar. And there we have it, Breaking Dawn Part 1. Oy vey. What a thrill. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Gilded Fork Awards. Okay, Chloe, for the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1, what is our first category? Most unnecessary scene. I'm going to go with the extended pregnancy meditation. Yeah, with the mirror. Yeah, yeah, in the bathroom after she's just been sick. That's exactly what I have, yeah. But agreed. Perfect. Congratulations to the extended pregnancy meditation. Most palpable sexual tension. Ooh, Edward and his male murder victim. Oh, I've got to give you it. Yeah. 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 I think at one point I'd maybe considered Edward and Jacob again, but no. no. there wasn't in this film. I had Sue and Charlie, so... Oh, no, there's no sexual attention. Exactly. There's a relationship of convenience. I'm sorry, but <gasps> there it is. Oh. Worst outfit! I forgot to write one down. 
I've put Edward's dad boxes. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> yes. Edward's dad boxes, but maybe all his swimming trunks. The boxes, because. The boxes? Yeah, the swimming trunks I can forgive. Best use of music. Okay, I want to go with Sister Rosetta by the Noisettes. When was that? It plays during Bella's pre-sex panic attack. She's dashing oh, around. It's while she's doing yeah. a, her erratic leg shave. I think I liked it because it broke the romance of it. It was quite a, a kind of scatty number. I just really like the song called Cold by Aqualung and Lucy Schwartz when she is taking her robe off and she's very creepy looking. Oh, when she's all skinny yeah. and... Um... Yeah, because there's a line that says sing for the lion and lamb and I thought that was quite clever. Neither of us remember the scene of the other's nomination. I'm going to be honest, I don't feel that strongly about it. I don't really care. So... <laughs> I have a suggestion. Yeah? Really, was there any outstanding use of music in this film? No. So no one wins. No one wins. No. Nobody goes home with this Gilded Fork Award. Yeah. Worst special effect. The skidding car. When Jacob runs out in wolf form and the yeah. two strangers. Yeah. And the car's spinning around. It's only for a second, but it looks horrendous. <laughs> there must have been better effects in The Bride of Frankenstein in 1933. <laughs> I said the chest pop. Mm. That is just about... Yes. It's awful. Okay, you win. Thank you. Yes. Bella's chest pop. <laughs> chest pop. Best use of prop or costume or set piece. I put the red towels and hanging ah. in the bathroom. I might give you that because I put the note given to Aro. <laughs> <laughs> she carry it on a tray? Yeah, she does. She does. But I just thought, yeah, the minute that man is in <laughs> It got touched by Michael yeah. Sheen. We get the towels in the villa on Isle Esme are the winner of the best prop costume set Do you have one? Yes, do you not? I do. Oh. What is yours, though? I think you're going to win it. Oh, no. <laughs> I've put... The worst line is when Jacob arrives at the wedding and is, kind is my middle name. Oh, God, I don't even think I heard that. <laughs> that is a bad line. Kind is my middle name? Kind? Yeah. Why? Who says kind? Edward is like, this is very kind of you, Jacob. And Jacob is a kind is my middle name. Like, okay. God, grow some balls. We just grow up. Yeah. Um, so I put the worst line of dialogue is <laughs> Renesme. <laughs> but that's not unique to the film. That is just her name. But the, just when, it, when Bella said it, I was like, that's it. That's, that's the worst <laughs> line in this film. <laughs> Renesme. Uh... But... I don't think we can award it for a name that is given to a character. True, and it's going to be said a lot in the next film. Oh, yeah. Kind is my little name is, is shit. It's cliche. Yeah. Jacob. Yeah. Kind is my little name. And last but not least, the best acting performance. I'm going to nominate Maggie Grace. Who plays Irina. Who plays Irina for her brief scene at the wedding. Because I was truly quite impressed by the way she handled that exposition. Wow, yeah, she did move you, didn't she? She did, a um, little. And also she's the only person 
so far in this film series who has managed to work those contacts. Oh, apart from Michael Sheen, again, but every, it's not fair. When Michael Sheen appears in a post-credit sequence, you know that everyone else in the film might as well have just gone home. Yeah. But other than Michael Sheen, yeah. she is the only person to have really nailed those contacts. She looks fantastic. Okay, I, th- I said Esme. Oh, Elizabeth Reeser. Yeah, in- One of my favourite actors to appear in this saga. She gets she, more lines. She does. She gets a lot more attention in this film. She saves every scene that she's in. I'm torn. Two great performances. Why don't we give the spare trophy <laughs> true. music and give both of them the award we do find ourselves with a spare trophy yeah. it's unorthodox <laughs> yeah let's do it yeah elizabeth Reeser, you get the trophy for best acting performance yeah. and we'll send maggie grace home with the trophy for best use of music <laughs> in a scene congratulations to both of you well done thank you very much and that concludes the gilded fork awards It's time for your burning question, Chloe. Burning! It's really hard to come up with a meaningful question about something that you care so little about, but... um, (laughs) I feel like if anybody can do it, though, it's you. Thank you. Once and for all, Chloe. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Is Edward Cullen a virgin? You get to decide now. (gasps) You've put this all on me! Yes. You, Chloe Swindell, of What the Fork, (laughs) must decide, is Edward a virgin? We were told in the novels, yes, he is. In the films, we are given a very vague answer, and then we see him, practically, bugger a man. Here we go. This is it. Official. Doesn't matter what anyone else says. Doesn't matter what Stephanie Meyer, (laughs) Summer Entertainment, Robert Pattinson, they can all say what they want. This is the truth. Now, is this for the book or the film, or is it for both? This is for the character (gasps) himself. This is for the very essence of Edward Cullen before his honeymoon with Isabella Swan, has he done the do? I believe he has. <gasps> you believe he has? I believe he has, because... As a human? As a vampire? As both. So in the time period that he's from, mm-hmm. he would have had sex already. Do you think? Yeah, men usually did. And it was very known for men to go to brothels, or because for them, when they got married, they had to be experienced, whereas it was expected for women to wait really until, yeah so um okay yeah well that's it that's that's the truth now i feel really dirty <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us for our discussion of the twilight saga breaking dawn part one next time we'll be watching 2012's the twilight saga breaking dawn part two but in the meantime, you can find our socials by searching at ForksCast. And you can rate, review and subscribe to What the Forks wherever you listen. Until next time, take care. And remember, Huzzy is not a thing. <laughs> <laughs>